This is the Seattle Podcasters Podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Regden. On this episode, I have Justin Glover from the Moral Entropy Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. It's a nice cloudy day over here in Pullman, so... (laughs) Oh, okay. You're you're on that side of the mountains. I think you're the first uh, guest we've had who's on the east side of the mountains. I am I'm infiltrating the Seattle Podcasters podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, we we talk about it being, you know, wider than just Seattle. I kind of said Seattle because, you know, when you tell people who are not from this state, like on the East Coast, they're from Washington, so many times they're like, oh, D.C.? Oh, man. Like, no, no. Seattle. <laughs> yep. When I lived, because I lived in Pennsylvania for a while, same thing. Everyone, oh, you're from D.C.? Nope. Washington State. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then Washington State is so many letters, you can't get, like, your domain name is just so long. <laughs> <laughs> so, could you tell me a little bit about your show? Yeah. So, we rerun. It's called an actual play podcast. So, actual play meaning, essentially, it's actual people sitting down playing an actual tabletop game and recording it. So uh, basically we were on the D&D Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast where me and some friends sit down around a table. Some of them are remote and join us remotely and we play D&D in a little world that we've created and we just let people listen in and enjoy the ride with us and the story that we're all experiencing together is the, the main gist of it. And were all of your players like experienced in D anD D, or was this ever their first time? Um, it's pretty much the first time for all of us. So we we've been playing together for about three years, but the the first time we all played three years ago was pretty much the first time all of us had ever played, and we just kind of all dove in together, and it's been it's been really fun. And how long have you been doing the show? The show's been going for mm, about a year and a half now. I think we started in August of two thousand. 17 and has it been the same campaign and like it same has. characters it has been um they've gone through some changes some events happened in the podcast uh and so they're they're not they're still the same people at the core but things about them have changed over time and how many episodes has that been we are at 57 episodes i'm hoping to release 58 this week or next week oh wow all right um and then what like motivated you to uh start this show um, it was kind of, a, I've always really enjoyed the storytelling aspect, the co- essentially the cooperative storytelling aspect of, of Dungeons and Dragons. That's why I always wanted to try it out. And when I, uh, when we did finally start the, the getting together and playing the game, it was for about seven, eight months we played without recording anything. And then I, I started to, to think like, you know, this would be really fun to share with other people, like to share this story, the things we're experiencing, to let them be a part of this. Because from what I understand about Dungeons and Dragons from other people I've talked to in the community, a lot of people don't get the chance to be a part of such a long lasting group. Like we have, we've been really lucky in that way um, to be able to play together for over three years now consistently. And uh, we wanted to, to open that up for other people to experience in a way. It's not the same as obviously playing it yourself, but we try and, let people experience that with us. We try not to edit too many things out unless it's just completely unrelated banter. That's has nothing to do with D and D or, you know, what's happening in the game, but it's, that's, that's really, we wanted to share the story is, is the main thing. We thought it'd be really fun for other people to be able to enjoy it with us. And had you done any podcasts before this one? I, I had not. In fact, I had hardly even listened to podcasts before we, we started. I think I listened to one, and 
that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so what have been some of the biggest challenges of doing this show? Um, I think the two biggest are the hardest was getting the recording of everyone, like making the recording clean. Cause a lot of, a lot of D and D podcasts or podcasts in general, have like a lot of people. Cause I've listened around to quite a few. They, they, t- and we made this same decision at first. They tend to have a mic in like the center of the table recording everything. And that just doesn't lead to very clean and listenable audio in my opinion. And so that was the hardest thing was figuring out how to fix that and, and, uh, make it clean. And so we ended up, I was able to finally find, cause none of us had any audio experience beforehand. Like <laughs> we hadn't done any of this. So I was able to find the equipment after a lot of searching. There was surprisingly few answers on the internet about what kind of equipment you needed to record everyone's voice on an individual track. Um, but we figured that out and we were able to get everyone on their own individual track so I can isolate voices that are talking to make it more clear what's happening without people talking over each other. That was probably the biggest challenge that took us several, several months to figure out and some money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The second biggest one, and this is just a general Dungeons and Dragons or kind of even like board gaming group, tabletop gaming in general, is is getting everyone coordinated to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, we've been pretty lucky that most of us, most of the time we're able to consistently have a game every other week. Um. But there's been stretches we've gone for like two, three months with no game because schedules just didn't line up. Yeah, it's really hard being a D&D player and having that long of a stretch between sessions. Like, I myself always forget oh. like everything. <laughs> yeah, that and it, well, the podcast helps us oh, re- yeah, remember, yeah, so that's yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's also just kind of torture, too, because it's so fun because it's a huge part of D&D for all of us is is it's it's social time it's a guy's night for us we're all all of the guys on the podcast um so it's uh it's you kind of miss that social aspect when it's not happening for so long and what have been some of the biggest rewards of doing this show so far um one of the unexpected ones for me aside from just getting to hang out with my friends so often my wife is loving enough to let me do that so (laughs) aside from from getting to do that consistently it's an unexpected one was uh, creating music because uh, we have it's all original music on the podcast and I actually do it myself. Oh, wow. There's been a guest a couple times in there. And so that I had never done that before either, but it was always something I was kind of interested in. And so I finally took the dive with this and, and went for it. That's really interesting. You know, getting music for your show is always like a big challenge. So if you make it yourself, you kind of you can do whatever you want as long as you can do it. <laughs> exactly it's it's really fun to cue it up with events that are happening in the episode to kind of add to that tension or drama or humor so and do you run any ads or do any like patreon uh no we we haven't i i don't know if we ever will i don't know if we'll ever get big enough to do that you know some of the bigger groups do that and we we've never really been in it to i mean it would be nice to recoup some cash for paying for website hosting and podcast hosting but it's not hurting us too much cuz we split it evenly between all of us so and where do you host your files uh podbean we we use podbean and how do you like them uh, i mean they're the only one i've ever used okay. so <laughs> but they've been they've been pretty great there's a few settings here and there i wish they would tweak mm-hmm. like uh i wish i could view each episodes like listener count without it being revealed to the entire world. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. 
So it's it's just kind of weird settings like that. And I mean, not that I care if people see how many we have or don't have. It's it's more just like I like to just kind of look at those things, but I don't feel like it's something that needs to be out there. Well, podcast downloads, like it's kind of a personal thing. It's kind of hard to share sometimes. It's true, especially if it's low. You're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, well, I notice even like the big guys, they will always quote their numbers, never as like, like average episode they'll say total like it'll always be like oh total downloads of like of all of them and you know that's a way more yeah, yeah that's always the bigger number <laughs> Def- definitely and it's and i was i remember reading an article a while back it's really not indicative of how well your podcast is doing mm-hmm. quote unquote for well because you know that's all mm-hmm. personal but it's because that you could have three thousand people download your first episode and then never download another yep. one <laughs> yep or like you know sometimes with an interview show you don't have a guest on this big and, you know, a thousand people will download, but maybe they only listen to like 30 seconds. And they're like, oh, whatever. You know, it doesn't really mean That's anything. That's true. Yeah. It's all about that retention. Yes. Getting people to be sticky. So what kind of microphones have did you settle on? So I, for cost reasons, because we needed so many, um, we went with, I found a nice four pack on Amazon a while back. It's, they're all Tonor. I think it's Tonor is how you say it. Yeah. Tonor. Um, they're just little condenser microphones. It was like. I think at the time it was 12 bucks for a microphone and the scissor arm and the pop filter. Yeah. Yeah. And so I grabbed four of them for around the table because my, my Behringer audio input only has four slots. And then the other guys that are remote, they use um, blue Yeti microphones. So then you're recording four people like that are present and they're each on their own track. Yeah, so the four people, so we have four people that are here in Pullman playing, and we're each on our own track. And then we have two remote players, and they record on their end and send me the files afterwards. Okay. And then how are you using to? Um, are you using like Skype or something to get their voice to the the other players? So we have we have kind of a, a unique setup because we want to be able to see them while we're playing oh, too. Yeah, yeah. So we use I Chromecast a Google Hangouts video chat to a big TV we have in the room. Okay. So we can all see them and we have a webcam set up so they can see us. And then for audio, we use discord cause that's been the one that's been most consistent without lag. So oh. it's, we use two different programs to kind of get okay. our setup going. But you can use hangouts on Chromecast. We, we, we'd have to, my own group, we'd thought about trying to do this um, just for somebody who's on the East coast. Yes, you, you can. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I just, you run it in your browser and then normally it puts it in a pop-up window, but I just copy the URL from that window and put it in my main browser window. Okay. And then you can just cast as usual and it'll send it right to your TV. Oh, fantastic. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, see, so then how are they getting those, uh, files? So the guys that are, um, remote, are they just using like Dropbox? They, well, they're recording with audacity and then they just send it to me through Google drive. Oh, okay. 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 Um, and see. I just download them and storm away until i'm ready to edit <laughs> and then what software do you use to edit this audacity okay yeah and you like that i do it's been surprisingly for being a free product it is fantastic like i i there's not really any features that i've found in paid products that i need audacity covers pretty much all the things i need to do with this particular situation yeah that's definitely one thing you you don't need to pay for it first, right? You need those mics. You can't do it without the microphone. So the software, the software is free. Yeah, thankfully. Because <laughs> some of those recording software, holy mackerel, they're expensive. Yes, totally. And so like how long does that post-production take? 
Um, I've, I've, so when I first started, it would take me, when we were using one mic, it took me like six hours because I would go through and amplify voices where they needed to be when it was a single track. It was miserable. Um, but then when I finally got the individual tracks, it cut the time down to maybe three hours going through. Cause so one of the reasons the editing process took so long was because when you record on different computers, you get drift. Uh, it took me forever to figure out what was happening. Apparently, the sampling rates on various computers can vary just a little bit, and it causes drift over time. So, like over a three-hour period, which is how long we play each time, our so we would start at the same time recording. By the end, they would have their audio when they sent it to me would have drifted like three or four seconds. It was crazy, and so that uh, sorry, where was I going with that thought? I just oh, with the amount of time it was taking to edit. Yes, sorry. I was I'm remembering how horrible it was to You're deal with that. You're having a flashback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that added a ton of time because I would have to constantly adjust, and then I figured out how to adjust the tempo overall. Tempo overall, and I was able to get it in line. And now, though, I finally figured out how to get it all. I'm down to about an hour going through, so just basically listening through the episode, silencing tracks that need to be silenced, and then beyond that, doing the music. I usually do one or two songs each episode. And that can take, you know, three, four hours. So I'm still at like a four or five hour process, depending. And how do you prepare for your episodes? Uh, well, there's definitely a lot of, because <laughs> as, as it sounds like you are aware, D&D <laughs> has a lot of improv to it. And you never know what your players are going to do. Because I'm the dungeon master for our group. And so it's, uh, I have to kind of figure out how to be ready for whatever they throw at me. And they throw some weird things my way. So... <laughs> It's, uh, I tend to, I've discovered over time it's for our group, it's better not to have like a solid, this is what will happen. Um, I think most DMs realize that eventually for their groups. Some groups love the more railroady things, but my group does not. They tend to break out of that pretty quick. But, uh, I, I sit down and I kind of basically just work on the world. Um, after every session, I'll sit down and go over, you know, what happened in that session, how would it affect things around the world? what would they possibly like what what state does that put various parts of the world in um so that's i have the rough main overall story that they're moving through but as far as like session to session stuff it's very hard to plan for other than just know my world and understand how i think people would react and so you're actually playing the game, so you don't do any... Like, I've always suspected that some shows kind of give hints to their players as to what's about to happen, so they can kind of brainstorm a little bit. But you're actually... It's like actual play. Yeah. No, this is this is very much all just off the cusp. This is pure D&D <laughs> that you're listening to. So <laughs> there are very few times... I think there's been one or two times where I've coordinated with a player, mainly because they were going to like step out of the session early, and so... I just needed to get them in a position where I could reasonably write them off for the episode. <laughs> um, Cause I mean, when it's, when you're not recording, it's kind of like, Oh, whatever. We'll just pretend you're not there at all. And no big deal. But when you're telling a story through a podcast, it, I, I feel like you need to have some kind of, you know, reasonable reason that character is suddenly no longer there. And have you had any instance of, um, you know, listeners pointing out continuity errors? I know that's been an issue in my games of like, we'll realize quite a bit later. Oh, there's a continuity error here. <laughs> um, not so far. Uh, I think the ones that I've noticed are one. Are, are, well, like I said, ones that I've noticed. <laughs> like we had a we had a moment recently. 
And it was months later. The party had bought some horses to travel with. And, you know, we go through months of playing later, them traveling across like a whole continent. And I realized like, holy mackerel, we've been ignoring the horses for months. <laughs> They've just been walking. <laughs> so we just... We just did like an off the cusp. Like, I guess you guys forgot him somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm sure if people are listening, they're going to find continuity issues here and there. It's it's hard to manage when you have such a broad scope yeah. of random things that can happen. Yeah, I always just thought during the uh, you know the play is that you'd have these listeners, and you know I would be kind of afraid of having this extra audience. You know, the players it's so cooperative, but the listeners is a different relationship. Maybe. No, I yeah, I would definitely agree. It, it's a uh, I think most listeners are fairly understanding. Um, so far, we haven't had any that have been like, whoa, you know, back in episode two, you mentioned this and now you're saying this. <laughs> like, it was, there's been a couple times I've caught myself using the wrong name for the continent they're on. And I'm like, oh, geez. But, but it's magic. Uh, it's magic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this world is changing. But no, it's, it's, it, it, it does add a level of stress that it was not there when it was just us. Cause, you know, I, I want to not only try and keep some level of continuity so it's believable and entertaining mm-hmm. for listeners but also uh i want i want us to have an entertaining story to listen to so there's that added pressure kind of as well do you have any tips for folks that are maybe just thinking about starting a podcast or maybe have a brand new one um hmm what would i i think the the biggest thing is make it something you're passionate about you know if it's like a passing like this might be a cool thing Maybe dabble with it, but if you're not super passionate about it, it's going to be hard to put out, you know, consistent episodes. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe I know some shows only put out like one a month or one every other month. And so if that's if that works, great. But I mean, if I if I was not passionate about what we were doing, it would be really hard to sit myself down multiple <laughs> times a week to write the story, to edit, to make the music, you know, to get the recording set up, put up every week. And it would it would be really hard. So, I mean, I, I can't even imagine being on a podcast that talks about like a single subject in multiple ways. I mean, we kind of do that, but we have a whole world we're exploring. And so I imagine people that are going to do that, you really got to be passionate about it. (laughs) And how much time do you think you spend promoting the show? Oh, very little. Not, it's mostly word of mouth. I use Twitter um, Mm -hmm. to pump the show out there a little bit. We don't have a whole lot of followers. It's, you know, we tried a few things to get more, but I don't know. I've never been great at using Twitter, so I don't know what the best ways to find people are. It's yeah. it's actually a discussion I've had with a buddy of mine who also has a podcast. Um, Like, how the heck do you find listeners? And it's frankly, haven't found a solution yet. Other than word of mouth, that seems to be the best. Yep. Yeah, that's why I ask this question to everybody that comes on the show. I'm always waiting for that that magical answer that we'll share with everyone. <laughs> yeah, the silver bullet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, let's see. And do you keep up much with like the podcast industry news? Um, I do not. I I don't really have. I usually only dip into the podcasting like websites and such when I am looking for answers on like a technical solution. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah I don't like, have favorite- any like um resources like when you are looking things up where you're like oh i trust these guys or anything Uh, no frankly it's usually (laughs) i find myself like neck deep in some shady forum somewhere Mm -hmm. trying to understand what they're talking about (laughs) yeah once again i'm always yeah that's the same thing you know you're trying to find an answer and you know you have three tabs open you're like they're all saying something slightly different i don't understand 
Yeah, it's been a surprising thing. Like I've, because all the guys on our podcast, we are all software engineers. So we're all, Mm -hmm. we all work with computers constantly. We're all programmers. And we've all been really surprised at, at honestly how, I guess, yeah, I think difficult is the right word. How difficult audio stuff is on computers. Mm -hmm. Like in in general, it's surprisingly complicated. And maybe that's the nature of it. I don't know enough about audio to, to say it should or shouldn't be simpler. But it feels like for a lot of these things, like the drifting we encounter and other stuff like that, there would be solutions, (laughs) but there's just nothing. And you yourself listen to that many shows? Um, I, I have a list of maybe, let me see here. Let me pull it up. Uh, Probably about 24 shows I poke around with pretty consistently. Um, most of them are music podcasts. So like every week it'll be some DJ putting out music for an hour. And, and how do you discover new shows? Um, uh, my friends and I, all of us, cause we're all kind of into podcasts too, since we started doing this, none of us really were before, but we got into it. Uh, <laughs> um, we, so word of mouth between us, we recommend shows to each other. Uh, I also browse through lists on pocket casts is the app. I prefer to use. I really enjoy that one. And it has a, I've been able to find quite a few shows on there that I've enjoyed. And how can people find your show? Yeah, well, there's, I mean, usually you could search it on any podcast app and you'll be able to find it. It's on iTunes. It's on whatever other thing you use. I'm pretty sure Podbean does pretty good at getting that out there. It's on Spotify. Or you can also go to moralpodcast.com. And on there, we have not just all the episodes, but artwork for the campaign, um, behind the scenes photos. There is a lore section people can read through and kind of understand the world. Uh, we also on the website have a little section where we review board games we've played. So, yeah, because sometimes we'll, on the off weeks, we'll play board games together and we put up our thoughts on them. So. Awesome. I'll make sure I have the uh, link in the uh, show notes. And thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, it was great to meet you. Thank you for having me.